0: Hello, and thank you for listening. Welcome to another week. And don't worry, we'll get the show started here in just a minute. But first, we'd like to issue a retraction on comments and opinions made during the show last week. First, last week, we may have referred to President Trump as a member of the Republican Party. This is an opinion of our hosts, including myself, based purely on the nomination in 2016 by the Republican Party. It's important to note that even though he has admitted his party affiliation being the party of Lincoln, we cannot confirm in any way, shape, or form that he represents the Republican Party based on his moral standing or fiscal responsibilities or even his ethics. This isn't to suggest the Republican Party has those similarities, but we just want to clear it up that we may or may not be correct about identifying President Trump as a Republican. Second, the president cannot be identified as a dumb shit. In truth, a shit has no conscious thought or ability to carry on any level of intelligence at all. So we retract the statement that President Donald J. Trump is a dumb shit to nullify any disrespect to any and all dumb shits around the world. Thank you for listening to the All About Nothing podcast.
1: Now when a virus comes along that's spreading like a plague and POTUS and his lackeys have been nothing if not vague well then you've got to trust the CDC and listen well unless you want to bid our free society farewell. There is a... Super bad, transmittable, contagious, awful virus. And if we don't act quick in social distance, it will mire us in a stretch of quarantine that lasts until July. A super bad, transmittable, contagious, awful virus. And if you got a better cough in your arm, and if you got a better cough in your arm. Now, back in 1918, influenza had its run, but half their docs were busy overseas with World War One. Today, we have mass media and scientists to say, if you don't want this virus, well, then stay six feet away. A super damn important that we practice isolation cause we're asymptomatic while it's in incubation we'll overwhelm our hospitals if there's not mitigation it's super damn important that we practice isolation if we don't do it then we're all gonna die if we don't do it then we're all gonna die and so I hope at last you take the lesson here to heart cause it's already scary and we're only at the start if you get bored just think of the immunocompromised who can't go much of anywhere unless it's sterilized oh super bad, transmittable, contagious, awful virus us. If we don't act quick and social distance, it will mire us In a stretch of quarantine that lasts until July a super bad transmittable, a super bad transmittable A super bad transmittable, contagious, awful virus Super bad transmittable, contagious, awful virus Tomorrow America will celebrate a very important anniversary. The 245th birthday of the United States Army. Unrelated, going to be my birthday also. I don't know if that happened by accident. Did that happen by accident, please? But it's a great day because of that Army birthday.
0: All right, welcome to episode number 39, All About Nothing Podcast. Thank you for joining us. We got Trent, we got Zach. We are here to do the entertaining for everyone. So glad you could join us. Um, Lots to go over this week. Um, Lots of things that I I, I think uh, last week I wanted to talk about but didn't. Um, And and before we get started too much uh, or too into it, I want to thank uh, Daniel uh, Matarazzo. I'm, I think I'm pronouncing that right. Or Matarazzo's, Matarazzo. Anyway, the guy that did the song at the beginning of the show, uh, it's called "Super Bad, Transmittable, Contagious, Awful Virus," and uh, I just, I, I wanted to give him a shout fantastic. out. It, that was that was perfect. And and actually, I found that like back at the, I don't know, about the middle of April, and just completely forgot about it until I heard another podcast playing it. Um, and and also uh, the. <laughs> I I, I was explaining it before we started recording, um, but I wanted to give a shout-out to uh, some people that um, I... The whole reason I ever got into radio was because of this morning show in Atlanta that I woke up to my entire high school career. Um, The Morning X on WNNX in Atlanta, 99X. Um, Barnes, uh, Steve Barnes, Leslie Fram, and Jimmy Barron were easily the most entertaining group that i could have i could have found in in atlanta radio and at the time i think atlanta was like number eight or number seven in in the market but 99x this radio station um played mostly alternative music before that it was power 99 so it was sort of a rock station Um, but when but when it converted over to alternative it was more like a it, it was a rock alternative and they had they had stars like, or they had musicians like uh, from Stone Temple Pilots and Collective Soul, Ben Folds. Uh, I that's that's where I fell in love with listening to Ben Folds, Cake, um, Sister Hazel, like all, all of these all these bands that I grew up with in high school, and and I don't think I ever would have heard them anywhere except for because of Barnes Leslie and Jimmy and 99x and and um, just. And anyway, the the whole point of that is is they have a podcast called The Morning X right now. Apparently, that's going to make some sort of a change here in the next couple weeks. Um, it was supposed to be just a limited series because everybody was stuck at home. Um, but if if you get an opportunity and and uh, you subscribe to shows uh, on podcast for uh, Apple or Google or I think they're on <coughs> Apple and Spotify, but you can find their show. It's uh, Jimmy dot um and it's the morning X Barnes Leslie and Jimmy on Apple podcast and, and Spotify so um check it out they're they're extremely entertaining and if you're from Atlanta and you remember them from the 90s it, it's it's almost like they have a show you're you, you almost you're almost waking up to them every morning again so do me a favor did they
2: uh they, did 99X used to go into um the did they go into the mid 2000s
0: they yeah well 99x was around until yeah until the mid-2000s yeah i mean i you know like it's, that's awesome even even when i went to uh i went to go see a ben folds uh concert in greenville back in 2016 it was just him and a piano and um i went ahead and paid for the uh the vip thing where i got to sit on stage and take a picture with him like i have a poster or i have a i have a framed picture on my wall right behind me of uh of, of me sitting on on the the piano bench with ben folds um so it's it's again the whole reason that i like ben folds is one of those artists and when ben folds five was was touring and everything i'd go see every single time but like i got my taste for him his music and collective soul and bush and all of these um cypress hill you know like that the, the all of all of that music was just available on 99x and so anyway shout out to barnes leslie and jimmy i'm i'm, I'm glad they're back around yeah awesome
2: awesome 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 good check them out so do you think
3: um this this covid thing to change up everything with the uh, uh, meet and greets yeah yeah honestly yes do i think do. like people are gonna do the meet and greets? it's gonna be crazy right
0: I, I think I I'm not saying that it's never gonna go back to what it was before, but I think at least for the foreseeable future, I think this is this is where we're at. This is the norm. This is I mean, you know, I, I'll see Zach tomorrow at work because we were we were a couple of the very small group of people that will be in uh in, 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 in the office tomorrow. And uh yeah. but I, I don't I don't even know how long that's going to last because if if you're paying any attention uh and and by the way again just credit if 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 this is where you're getting your news I I'd, I'd potentially turn on a TV or something because you should not you should not <laughs> learn most of this stuff yeah. from us Yeah.
4: Um,
0: yeah,
2: we're not freedom radio. We're not giving you like, we're giving you the truth as we have seen it. Yeah. But go Verify it. Yeah, exactly. Right.
3: And it's a podcast, man. No such thing as fact-checking in a podcast. Yeah. Nobody has PhD unless you got a PhD and doing a podcast. Don't talk to me. Yeah. I got a PhD. <laughs> you, you. We'll we'll go ahead and call
2: it a podcast.
0: Yeah, there you go. So podcast. Uh, yeah, I
4: <laughs>
0: I don't know I don't know where we're gonna go from this because uh the potential is is that uh, with with the numbers, South Carolina hit another record high today of number of cases of of, of uh positive tests for COVID nineteen. Like it's- I'll tell you,
2: I'll, I'll tell you're right, you're absolutely right, but I'll tell you how you meet your, your your heroes and you still do meet and greets. When you go do the meet and greet, they have these disposable little green sleeves and you put it about <laughs> Uh, 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 right where your elbow is a couple inches and you hold it like this and your hero hero will be right behind you in a glass like this just- <laughs> An inch of glass separating you and your favorite musician. You just hold your arm out like that and it'll look like you're hugging him. I totally to just affect
0: it. I totally thought you were going to go a different direction and you were going to talk <laughs> about having to like uh shove your hand up their butt to like clear the poop that won't come out. I in my head you were describing what farmers do to cows to pull out cuz they get yes, stuck. Yes, I was thinking <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you
5: two? <laughs>
2: my God hey Eric Church I'm your biggest fan bend over I'll get that constipation over quick <laughs> no, you, you were the
0: describing the a hell? glove that goes up to your shoulder
2: no I said a little sleeve that no, you no. put
0: on right over your elbow your hand movements that... were, were different great
2: <laughs> I didn't go like this so this is like we're going like yeah and then you snap it on the elbow, and then there you are.
0: I don't know. That's sensitive Touch your face. <laughs> really y'all.
3: This is really what it means. If, you got a, if you're one of the last people that actually got, got a a signature or an autograph, you better hold on to it. Oh, yeah. You might not get any more autographs. Oh, that yeah. Was... Dude, yeah. <laughs> I think about
2: that all the time. When the fuck am I going to go see a
0: movie again in the theater? When am I going to be able Barrett and I just, what was last week had our baseball game canceled? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. It was Friday. It was Friday night. We were supposed to go. We were supposed to leave. uh, We were supposed to take the day and and go to Atlanta. And uh, the Dodgers would have been playing Atlanta uh, Friday night, actually this whole weekend. And uh, uh, Mm
5: -hmm.
0: yeah, yeah, that was, that was the, that was the plan. And we, we, that that got canceled. Well, it hadn't been canceled. It's been postponed. And, and we'll, we'll talk a little bit about baseball. We're going to
2: talk about it. We can go ahead and talk about it
0: now. We can go ahead and talk about it now. Um, the, uh, the news broke yesterday that uh, the Major League Baseball Players Association uh, rejected the latest Major League Baseball offer to a reduced 72-game schedule uh, with an 80% prorated salary uh, and optioned to not even counteroffer. Um, in fact, but there, this is the odd thing, and this is the thing I'm trying to understand. is The, the Players Association's response to the league was basically, tell us, uh, and I'm paraphrasing, but uh, it was, tell us where to report and when. So, but what does that mean? Right. Does that mean that they've basically given up on the idea that they're going to get any of their what they want out of this into a deal? And they're just saying, you know what, fuck it, we'll just play. That just 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 tell us where to go and tell us when to be there, and we'll play.
2: Well, right, and it's but it's also been a back and forth between them two, and then and with this these recent um uh offers they keep now they brought the fans into it the so the mlb yeah. said we we're doing what's best for the teams owners players f- and the fans right and so in like you know barf uh so don't bring us into it we have nothing to do with it except for y'all can't get your shit together and then here comes the mlbpa and they go, well, we're wanting what's best. We've made concessions, and we want to do what's best for our, our uh, the players and the fans. Barf! No, you need to figure it out. You're not. You're doing what's the best between you two right now. Right. You, the fans are in the wayside. We we are the casualty. Well, so yeah, don't make us a part of your thing. We 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 we're, we're your casualty.
0: Right. Yeah, and, and figure it I out. I mean, but I'll always. I will go always ahead. tend to pull for the players and and that's because the bottom line is the owners rake in hundreds of millions of dollars a year and i'm not against them making their money they are they are providing the entertainment but the players are the ones doing the work but
3: they're not bringing the talents they're not bringing the
0: talents right and, and, you know, so ultimately the owners only make money if there are fans in the stands and they're getting the TV money and they're getting the concessions and they're getting the merchandising and everything like that. They, they you know, so that ultimately this is, this is, it's disappointing for the fans. And I told Zach earlier, I said, I said, my fear is, is that out of all of this, the potential for a strike next year, based on how the league handled and the owners handled the players with this, when everyone is supposed to be making concessions and, and, and making an attempt to work together so that we can bring ourselves back together in order to watch baseball, to play baseball. And and I, I just I, – I I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know – if there's no baseball this year, I'm not 100% certain there's going to be baseball next year. So that's that's my fear. And I, I – you know. I, and that's <laughs> the craziest
3: part because baseball yeah. players technically do – Stand more than six feet away from each oh, other yeah. when
0: they're in- they stay in 90 I mean, feet away them, from each yeah. other yeah if you wanted a socially distant so sport that would be the one to play yeah, soccer the they're <laughs> up on each other football they're up on each other basketball they're up on each other wrestling they're hugging that's the whole ball. time well yeah golf you have is- one
2: you have one chance to touch each other and that's if a catcher gets balls on them yeah when you're coming yeah.
0: Out. yeah well so. and i think that's only when uh, charlie culverson's throwing from uh, left field so man, <laughs> yeah man he's got a gun anyway uh but yeah so so i don't know where baseball is going to go from here if if we're going to see now i major league baseball uh i told zach earlier the lexington county blowfish will be playing uh july 1st at the lexington county baseball stadium um, it's not major league baseball, it's collegiate league baseball. Um, but it's baseball. So it at least Well to explain this
2: for for the listeners and um because you educated me before the podcast started really, and so Trent knows as well. These are current South Carolina players, these are high school seniors,
0: Clemson these players. are
2: current Clemson players, yeah. these are past players. This is everybody getting together just to play ball coach.
0: Yeah. We do play ball, lump. Let's play ball. And, That's and, what it is. And they're earning a salary. I mean, they're making you know twenty five dollars at the game. Uh, but but it's for me. It's there's baseball. It, there will be baseball played. I can sit in the stands and watch a baseball game. I can eat a disgusting hot dog that tastes like heaven with <laughs> yeah. onions and mustard and chili and cheese, and and I can get nachos and cheese and. You know, I haven't lost thirty pounds in the last two months to not be able to intake. <laughs> look, 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 I go to Braves games not just to catch, not just to sit in home run alley with the potential of catching a, catching a ball, but but I also go because I get to eat all of the junk food that they have. The
2: chop house exists for a reason.
0: There is. There i a. I'm sandwich. one of
3: those people that can't watch baseball whenever on TV, so I have to see it in There live. you go. I can't watch baseball TV wise. I, I something about it, man. Like
0: I, I do love watching. I baseball. I got to see a live act. I I love watching baseball oh. whichever way you know it, whether it's on TV. If it's, love it. it's the Braves or <clears> you know, I, and and I I can only I can only describe. I have literally watched. More of 2018 and 2019 in 2020, and I know that that's the case for everybody else who's been watching any baseball on television right now. You're only watching old games. I get it, but to say it out loud feels just depressing. Like it, it right, it it eats away just, at my soul. <laughs> I wa- I just watched when Dansby
2: Swanson hit that liner down for us to come behind by from six to beat the uh marlins down in miami you remember when that happened
0: was this last this was 2019
2: 2019 or 18 i think i think it even might have been 18 yeah because acuna was that was that was his rookie year oh okay
0: so So 2018 yeah yeah yeah
2: yeah yeah look Um,
0: i i went back on espn and watched danzy dansby Dansby swanson (laughs) playing for uh vanderbilt in the college world series. Wasn't it Vanderbilt that was what he played for? Yeah. 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 So so I would, yeah, yeah, yeah. like like they aired old old games. And, and again, it's entertaining for for the most part, but it is it's old. I've seen it. I know what the outcome is. Hell well it's gotten to the point where
2: I keep telling you my what's happening
0: in M L B the show. I know. I'm
2: texting <laughs> Barrett like I'm so angry right now. He's like, why? I was like somehow San Francisco just got eight runs on me in the in the, the top of the sixth. I was like, I can't do anything. I lost the game by one run. <laughs> I had to fight back to get Blues eight to seven. Like, <laughs> I, but I I need
3: that. Like, I we need sports, man, one way or another. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, I need ESPN to replay what happened yesterday eighteen times in a row. Yeah. Just so I can <laughs> yeah. see it. Yeah. Again, have Twelve different newscasters talk about it. <laughs> I want.
0: You know what? Though? The same clips. With,
3: <laughs> with
0: espn i have, have both i assume both of you have you watched the show yet or the, i'm sorry not the show have you watched um the dance the last dance wasn't that what it was called
3: oh uh, yeah I, I haven't finished it yet
2: okay. i haven't
0: finished it so I, I'm, I'm waiting wanted, for the i want one two three four well it's it's oh. all out now right i mean the, it's ended there's the whole thing all is right. available yeah. yeah i have not watched i'm on it. three I have not watched it. I I have not started it, and and everyone and everyone keeps saying you've got to watch this. You you've got to see it. And and first you know first foremost I had to get through Tiger King, um, and then I had to get through the Jeffrey Epstein story on Netflix because, holy oh, yeah. cow, um, and that's not even the
3: half of it, man. Yeah, that I think they got a new Jeffrey Epstein one that just came out. They said that's blowing the other one away.
0: Oh really? It was like
3: they talking about stuff. Yeah, they said it's talking about stuff that. You would think the Netflix documentary would have been talking about. It. it was like Netflix was holding back because they didn't want all this information out.
0: Man, yeah, that
3: I think he was just connected to too many people, man. He oh was yeah, connected to too many people. I I, I don't including I think... our
0: president. So well, <laughs> this president, past presidents. I mean, uh, it's he he had yeah. his hands he had his hands in everything with everyone. I mean. You know, and he the the like, like I've heard people talk about it and said said that it just doesn't make sense. Like, how did he have so much control over people? Like, what was it? And I was and I sat there. I was like, I was like, oh, they're pedophiles. Ass and money. And he knew, you know, he was the one providing them with young girls, and and so he knew. Like, was he giving them (sighs) receipts? Or, or you know how, how did it work somehow somehow he and, and then and then as you watch the Netflix special I'm, I don't want to give anything away so spoilers <laughs> but his whole house in Miami his 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 apartment in New York, his whole island down in uh, in in, in, in St Lucius or wherever down and down in the Caribbean or the uh, Bahamas, all rigged with cameras like bathrooms are rigged the the living rooms are rigged the bedrooms are all rigged with cameras so like literally he had so much on virtually anybody that came now they they did mention uh bill clinton during the uh during the netflix special but they made it seem as though maybe he didn't participate in any of it uh so i i don't know you know
3: yeah,
0: they kind of like. Well, I I heard that
2: uh, he had a picture of Bill Clinton, and a painting of Bill Clinton in a dress.
3: In a... Man, and man, in one of the houses he had, the the girl was extra describing like nothing but naked ladies painted on all of oh, his walls, yeah. like, all of his walls. And it was like it wasn't it wasn't like, but it wasn't like naked ladies. It was like young girls, naked little girls.
0: Yeah, like, one,
3: yeah. One of the girls. One of that, she actually was painting her sisters, which yes. is even crazier. Yeah. She was painting her sisters and giving it to this guy, and he was hanging up her sister's, you know, teenage naked photos. Yeah. Basically. That's yeah. what he was doing.
0: Yeah, hey, I'm telling you. It's
3: crazy. You. Well,
2: I'm glad he's dead. I wish he would have faced some actual justice. Yeah. But... I just need
3: to know how he really died, but we ain't going to get into that. Yeah, <laughs> I
0: don't, I don't, I mean, there's... Queen Elizabeth
3: sent somebody
2: over for her son.
0: There's plenty of... oh <laughs> uh... let him murdered there's there's plenty of uh there's plenty of the uh conspiracies about the whole thing and and you know i i don't know if any of it's true but you know the potential is is the the circumstances around his death it just it seems like there's the potential that there was foul play you've got a doctor that indicates that that he he didn't he didn't die of asphyxiation and 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 lack of oxygen he that that or he did, but there are very specific breaks like in his neck that could not have been caused by him just leaning forward with a sheet around his neck tied to the back of the the, the bunk bed. So there they're they definitely allude to this idea that there's the potential Go ahead, I'm sorry. He don't know Oh, Go I was ahead. just gonna say I...
5: well well
2: what trips me out is, is is it would be basically the same situation as uh, Batman The Dark Knight Returns where <laughs> at the very end of it Batman's got the Joker cornered in this carnival cave and he had Batman, uh, the Joker has like a batarang stuck in his eye and he's like they're gonna come get you Batsy and you, cause you murdered me and he's like I didn't murder you and the homeboy breaks his own neck just by twisting his head around oh man I was like wait a minute like you can't do that <laughs> that's not like, fair <laughs> like <laughs> Ah, what did he try to do? He pretended he was an owl for a minute. It didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> <He was laughs> That's not what Jeffrey Epstein did. Someone broke his ass,
3: his neck, and it wasn't from just
2: hanging. You it. see it, man. the
3: The rope is 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 real. Like the lining on his neck, it isn't thick. It's like really super skinny. Like somebody had like a wire or something. It didn't. The it piano wire. wire. Yeah, it doesn't look like no, or a guitar string, if anything. You get what I'm saying? Like, something oh, yeah. crazy like that could have did it.
0: Yeah. So, um, moving on, uh, we we diverted from baseball to Batman somehow. I guess they're close. Hey. Uh,
2: <laughs> There's bats in both.
0: That's true. That's- <laughs> so, you guys, I assume, heard that Trump... Has, last week, uh, towards the end of the week, Trump announced that he was gonna be holding his first rally since the pandemic started, or since the pan since we began to recognize the pandemic and people um becoming sick and passing away and things like that. Um are you aware of where he decided he was going to hold his rally?
3: The dumbest place ever. Well, <laughs> the dumbest <laughs> place ever, like, who's ever his, his his who's ever on his team yeah. that's saying, Hey, let's do that. Like they know what they're doing. Like they, they know exactly what they're doing. And it's like so genius that it's stupid.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So
2: I guarantee you it's a I don't know the state, but I can guarantee you it's a state where most people want to zoolander school for kids who can't read too good. <laughs>
0: Well, y'all are gonna because they're it. gonna have to sign. They're gonna have to sign the waiver for it. So, it, where he decided to have his uh, his uh, rally, his first rally back, was uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, um, on yep. what is recognized in the black community as Juneteenth, and 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 unfortunately, this is not something that is recognized nationally by all of us. Like this is literally something that should be taught in schools. What Juneteenth is, because. I, yeah, because my godfather told me about Juneteenth originally. I, I you know, I, I heard I heard what Juneteenth represented. It's the it is it is recognized because it's not a specific day, but it's recognized it, for those that don't know, because I imagine there are people that don't that are listening. But Juneteenth is basically the day it is. that uh, that the uh, that slavery ended, that the uh, that that Abraham Lincoln announced uh, and, and and then we had the ratification and that was the day that that uh, that slavery ended. Um, 13th amendment yeah so but but the you go back to 1921, the site of the most Tulsa. devastating yeah, Tulsa, 1921, Tulsa, June uh, June, I'm sorry May 31st, uh, 1921 basically 99 years ago. You had the site, uh, the scene of the most horrific massacre of of, of of the black population in the United States, in a place that that, that was so rich with uh, black wealth, and, and it was it was um it, it was referred to as Black Wall Street because it was a it was a green the Greenwood neighborhood in Tulsa, Oklahoma, basically took no money from the government there was no there I, I, i'm gonna play a clip for everybody um but essentially there was there was no uh there was no handouts to this entire community but it came. but it became so wealthy in and, and 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 then one incident caused so much so i'm gonna i'm gonna play this clip that's
2: it go ahead all right before you play it can i say something sure I did not know about this until i watched the watchmen on HBO. exactly exactly wow. exactly
3: um and i don't think the watchmen i think that's a lot of watchmen probably got canceled
2: <laughs> they didn't cancel the watchmen it was planned for a, a limited series only one season oh,
3: okay. but
2: okay. they uh they put it right on front street and when i learned that was real it's horrific so yeah. Uh, I just wanted to point that out there that I didn't learn that in school. That wasn't taught to me in school.
0: It wasn't taught to me either. Like I had I, to figure that out myself. Um, so I'm going to I'm going to play this. And, and it's a long one, but I, I'm going to credit it. It's Carol Anderson is the uh, Emory associate professor of African-American studies. And uh, what she's describing basically is the, the history of the Black Massacre in Tulsa. So uh, I'm just going to play this.
4: The use of force against peaceful protesters is exactly connected to this legacy of of slavery and of the massacre. The first shot rings off and it's a white casualty as he tried to disarm um, a black veteran. And then all, you know, that's when the chaos broke out. And so over time through the night, you know, shooting and killing uh, through the morning where, the governor uh, declared martial law and um, National Guard troops descend in addition to local law enforcement and uh, begin to take Black people out of their homes um, and round them up into internment camps. And that facilitated the destruction and burning of the Greenwood neighborhood. These communities were wealthy, wealthy Black communities um, that were thriving. And you look at Greenwood today, and if you walked, if you wanted to find Black Wall Street, you know, unfortunately, you'd, you'd probably be standing under the Interstate 244 overpass, looking like, where is it? You know, because, It it doesn't exist in the way that it did before. Greenwood was a, you know, Black-owned, Black-founded, Black-funded town. Um, They did it themselves and without any help from the government. And then they rebuilt themselves after mass destruction without the help of the government. What does that say about us? And when, you know, when does the cutoff Oppression and injustice come in. Like, how long are we going to allow these conditions to to bubble to exist in a place where we claim freedom for all? Um, some people are not free in these systems, and we have to address that meaningfully and with the adequate resources. Reparations will not fix um, everything. It will not solve equality. However, reparation is economic justice. Reparation is repair. And you have to repair things before they get better. Tulsa Race Massacre was not a riot. Um, What we're seeing today are not riots. That is inappropriate language that doesn't characterize what's happening. Um, These are rebellions and uprisings against a culture of white supremacy, against an oppressive police force, police state, and also these converging inequalities that people, that Black people and poor people in particular cannot seem to escape. Slavery didn't end because someone was like, oh, we should stop, you know, exploiting Black people. Um, It ended because people, enslaved people raised up in rebellions against what was an oppressive and dehumanizing system.
0: All right, so um, basically, so that was a history lesson from, again, her name's Carol Anderson. She's with the Emory. Uh, she's a she's an associate professor at Emory uh, for African American Studies, and there's there there is a lot of information you can find about what happened in Tulsa, um, but the fact that the president wanted to hold his first rally there on on Juneteenth, basically what what is nationally recognized, it should be nationally recognized, but what is at least Recognizing the black community as the end of slavery. And it, 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 it is so unbelievably offensive that, that he would potentially have this plan. And, and you know it, it had more to it, – it, it, I don't know if it had – if it was exactly his plan. But there's somebody who suggested to him in his campaign was like, hey, you know what's great date? June 19th, and we should go to Tulsa, Oklahoma – because in the you got to know in the back of their head somewhere they knew that that was that that was just going to be completely offensive and absurd of, of an idea of when to hold a rally. It's just crazy. Do you think that they knew? I, they had to have. There's no way you couldn't, because you've got you've got forward you've got the forward people that do the 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 whole um, going out and preparing for these these rallies and and you had somewhere someone on his staff had to say. You know what? You know what? Before we do this, there was something that happened. I want to say it was 99 years ago, and I'm almost certain that uh, a bunch of black people died.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Well, Zach, don't feel too crazy about not knowing about it, because Texas, it says, was the first state to actually recognize it as a holiday. I mean, recognize it. Um, in 2000, I mean, 1980. Yep, 1980. But South Carolina didn't recognize it until 2008.
2: Man. Mississippi didn't ratify the 13th Amendment until 2007.
0: Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? That is, how? Yeah. How? That's beyond
2: crazy. I I, That's, I didn't get to it yet, boy, kind of
0: thing.
3: Well, Not you me. know, that was the same state that the governor said, if you can talk, you could
0: breathe. Yeah.
3: So that makes sense.
0: Oh, that definitely makes sense. I've got, I've got one even worse for you guys. So, um, I'm, I'm not even worse. That's pretty bad. That's, that's, but on a scale, this is, this is also bad. Um, the Trump administration on Friday finalized a rule that would remove non-discrimination protections for LGBTQ, uh, people, uh, when it comes to healthcare and health insurance. So Roger, uh, Severino, uh, director of the Office of Civil Rights at the Department of Health and Human Services announced on Friday that HHS respects, and this is, quote, HHS respects the dignity of every human being, and as we have shown in our response to the pandemic, we vigorously protect and enforce the civil rights of all uh, to the fullest extent permitted by our laws as passed by Congress. Well, uh, the Trump administration basically uh, did away with any uh, health protection uh, for LGBTQ uh, any anyone that considers themselves transgender or based on their sexual preference, anything like that. So now there is basically they are defining sexual discrimination as only applying when someone faces discrimination for being male or female and does not protect anyone from the discrimination of uh, basis of sexual orientation or gender identification. So if you identify something else, uh, if you identify as a female, Yet being male, you now no longer have the protection that allows you to have health insurance. They the health your insurance. So, so where are those all lives matter people at right exactly. now? Exactly. What? <laughs> where? Why aren't they? Why aren't they out there on the streets protesting about the fact that this president has oh, literally yeah. written off a a group like a a percentage of people now? You know. Do those lives not matter? It, you can't say all lives matter no. if if that's not really the case. Exactly. because they only
3: it. want to talk about certain things. They only want to talk about certain things.
0: If it doesn't ruffle – if it doesn't – if it
3: ruffles their feathers, that's when everybody will see them talk.
0: But it is, other than that, they're
3: not going to say nothing.
0: Yeah, it is amazing to me how upset you can get old white people – when it comes to having <laughs> statues removed i literally had a conversation i'm not going to say with who but i had a had a what could have potentially turned into an argument over the the fact that we have statues being removed and the comment that this individual made was you know that's our heritage that that's my heritage they're taking those statues down i said i said that that's not your heritage those were put up after you were born i said and those were put up as a representation of hate because in the South, the that that pushed so heavily against the civil rights movement, um, those statues were the civil rights movement was pa- was going to go through regardless. Lyndon B. Johnson was, was that was his thing. Um, but so the statues were put up in parks and on the grounds of state houses, and Confederate flags were put up uh, above state houses all over the South as a as a show to say, yeah. We have to recognize that you know you're the same as us, but uh, you know we're still gonna impress you as 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 much as we can. Like we're gonna put up statues 100%. that represent the the individuals that fought against your freedom, that fought against the go ahead. I,
2: so let me tell you all a story real quick that goes right with this. I have a buddy that I've known um for about six years, maybe and uh he he's uh 72 now 73 and he's a vietnam veteran um he gave me a place to stay when i didn't have one yeah and he's an excellent human being um he called me up this last week and he goes zach i know you're from the south did you hear this um and he's from california he's from indiana but he lives in california built million dollar homes he's an awesome guy but he he called me he goes did you hear this they're taking the confederate flag out of nascar i heard you like nascar and and so I, you know i wanted to see what you thought about that i think it's bullshit i said jerry for one i don't really care for nascar i drove a nascar that's fun that's I did that. different <laughs> yeah it's that's amazing i said Three, I was like, my my great, great great grandfather, his name is John Ruffin Tucker, fought in the North Carolina Cavalry for the Civil War. I would tell him to his face right now that he fought for the wrong side. Yeah, I said, he goes, but it, but that's somebody's right to wave it. I said, not at a NASCAR, then it's not and he goes well you know they always say that it's it's heritage it's your history i said sure i said but that was built on the back of slaves that was built on the back of treating human beings these men that 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 are that our um declaration of independence said are created equal were treated as pigs or livestock i said that's what that is right that's the way way of life that they were fighting for and
3: and i said go ahead I was like, I just, I just want to put in, just don't get it confused. I mean, right. it was black people fighting for the Confederacy too, but they weren't fighting they because were, they right. had to fight. You right. get right. what I'm saying? So yeah, it's some, it's some, it's some, black people that they could say that's their heritage too. Right. But you know, it was forced heritage. You know. Mm-hmm. You know but go ahead, finish the story. Bro.
2: Uh, but I, I, kept telling him, telling him, I said, well, that's what, that's what that is built on. I don't agree with it. And he goes, Well, you tear down the statues and stuff. And he goes, Then how do you remember it? I said, Where do you go to remember things long gone, Jerry? He goes, Museums. And I said, Well, then that's where you can go take it. Yeah. <laughs> I said, I said, Nazi Germany right now, it's illegal to have anything Hitler, anything Schwastika, anything Nazi Third Reich. Right. Can't have it. I said, Why is that? Because they're embarrassed of it just as much as we should be. Right. But I said, <laughs> We're independent states, and so no one's going to stop governors or, or, or institution, state institutions from erecting these these monuments and shit and putting flags on top of people's uh, state house when it doesn't represent everybody. Right. Sure as hell in South, the state of South Carolina didn't represent everybody, and, and I explained that to him. And then he was like, you know, he's like, he's like, you make a good point on that. I didn't expect this conversation to go this <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: way. Uh, I was like,
3: well,
2: I'm born and raised in Columbia, South Carolina. I've seen some shit. And I said, Jerry, I've come a long way. I was raised in South Carolina. Yeah. I've said some shit that I'm not proud of. I said, but when you learn and you understand and you're willing to listen, you get a lot more out of it. And he told me a story about going out in the in the, in the in the middle of uh, Little Mountain out there. They have a place, a good restaurant in the middle of the Sticks. Black guy comes in, gets his food, and when he leaves, somebody at another table says, what's that N-word doing all the way out here? And Jerry said, I got mad. And I was like, well, Jerry, I'll get mad too. I would have come on over there and be like, what's up, old timer? And I said something. And he goes, well, I've been the first one on his side. And he goes, you know what, Zach? He goes, I used to be a bigot. And I had my moments because when I joined Vietnam, there was a black guy named George who had the 50 caliber machine gun. And if it wasn't for George firing off and killing all those people uh, above our heads, I would have been dead. He goes, and I think about that every day. I wake up. I was like, yeah, black man saved your life. And you realize, look, I didn't done, done the same for
0: him. There's no difference. And I, and I, and I get, I'm preaching, nope. I'm preaching to the choir here, but there's, the the conversation that i wound up having with this individual and 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 i i i had to refrain myself from becoming too upset about the whole conversation because i of of my relation to them um but it is it it is astounding to me when i hear someone say well you know they're erasing history no one's erasing you cannot erase history unless you unless you're the ones writing the books and good news for all of these individuals that potentially are afraid that because they're removing flags and they're removing statues and things like that the people that are writing the school books are already attempting to remove the idea that slavery even happened they're trying to they they oh yeah that if you look at school books now there's there's almost in, in so many so many there's of the school books published so you you're finding published. that there is no reference to how slavery started in the United States. You know, uh, Disney Plus is going to be releasing Hamilton on on at the beginning of July, and one of the things that John Hamilton, um, when when he was, uh, I'm sorry, John, not John Hamilton, Hamilton, Alexander Hamilton, when uh, okay. Al, Hamilton will be released. Yeah, John Hamilton. Who's John Hamilton? What the what is?
3: No, no, I know Anthony Anthony Hamilton and a
0: good thing. <laughs> Relief picture for
2: uh, Arizona Diamondbacks That's pretty, pretty sure that, that is John Hamilton
0: So Alexander Hamilton um, and, and, and one of the things that he acknowledged When he became Secretary of Treasury Was he tried to uh, igno- Well he and He and his com- compatriots Basically they acknowledged that yes the United States Was now free from the oppression of The uh, The, the um, British Kingdom and the British King, um, but the United States would never be free until slavery was abolished. So even at the onset of our country's creation, the they knew that slavery had to be done away with here in order for us to be a free country, because other countries were already following in line with the the abolition uh, the abolition movement and doing away with slavery, and yet the United States held on to it for almost eighty years after we became a country you know so it, it, but but yeah it was it it, it is it is so ignorant f- to hear people describe their heritage being destroyed because a statue that was put up in the 1960s is being removed the, the the statue isn't being removed to do away with your history the statue is being removed to do away with the fact that that statue was specifically put up to cause fear to cause anxiety to have them recognize that you are still in the south and this is this is who had had it not been and and that's the other thing is donald trump holy crap the dude only talks about winners and he's he's basically throwing the flag out there and saying that it was wrong for nascar to get rid of it and it's like no don't worry maybe maybe what we'll do at nascar is when the second place car rolls through then they'll 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 throw the, the the confederate flag and be like oh here comes the loser are, are people aware? Uh, well, well, the, the, the one. <laughs> Please
2: do that. Please do that.
3: <laughs> the one guy that actually, you know, actually quit because of the Confederate flag, the best he's ever done was 30, 33rd place.
4: Which yeah. Is actually.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. Do you see what NASCAR <laughs> what, tweeted back to him when it, when, uh, I can't, I can't, I don't even know what his name is, but yeah, NASCAR well, basically, they said, they said, well, we're sorry to hear that. And you're tens of fans.
3: <laughs> yeah. Like, for real. Like, who's really coming to a place to watch you, bro? You exactly. haven't ever stepped foot on a pedestal. Yeah. Nowhere, bro. Yeah. You're not. I don't, yeah.
0: I don't even think, I don't even think he's made, like, there are so many races that he never even, and, and, and the other thing is, is it, like, and, and I'm not one to be able to say anything about the size of someone else. I'm large. I get it. But what did they have to do to the inside of that car to get him in there? Like, does he? Does his? How did he
3: fit through the window? Yeah.
0: Does his car? Does his car actually have a door that that he has to open and then and you know? Anyway. All right, I tell you what, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in just a few seconds. And uh, thank you for uh, you're listening to the All About Nothing podcast with Trent and Zach and Barrett. We'll be right back. This All About Nothing episode is brought to you in part by Quit Hitting Yourself. Tired of nothing to do while under isolation, thanks in part to the coronavirus pandemic and that racist grandparent that thinks social distancing is unnecessary because of the hoax of COVID-19 disease and keeps coming around with no mask or gloves on? From the makers of Wiffle Ball Bat comes Quit Hitting Yourself. It's an indoor game that promises to bring moments of pure satisfaction and the marks to prove it. The Quit Hitting Yourself bat is made from the same soft, bendable plastic as your old wiffle ball bat, but is designed for more of a confined space. Simply take the Quit Hitting Yourself bat in one hand while your older sibling uses it to repeatedly swing at your head. It's fun for the whole family, from ages infant to grandparent, that still thinks the masks are unnecessary. It's available in a wide variety of colors like crimson red and yellow skin tone. Quit Hitting Yourself is available at fine retailers like Walmart and Target, Dick's Sporting Goods and Academy Sports. Mention this ad and get the Quit Hitting Yourself Felt Helmet. It's one size fits all that provides just enough protection, but not quite enough protection at the same time.
5: So when they say, why do you burn down the community? Why do you burn down your own neighborhood? It's not ours. We don't own anything. We don't own anything. There is, Trevor Noah said it so beautifully last night, there's a social contract that we all have, that if you steal or if I steal, then the person who is the authority comes in and they fix the situation. But the person who fixes the situation is killing us. So the social contract is broken. And if the social contract is broken, why the fuck do I give a shit about burning the fucking football hall of fame, about burning a fucking target? You broke the contract when you killed us in the streets and didn't give a fuck. You broke the contract when for 400 years we played your game and built your wealth. You broke the contract when we built our wealth again on our own by our bootstraps in Tulsa and you dropped bombs on us. When we built it in Rosewood and you came in and you slaughtered us. You broke the contract, so fuck your target. Fuck your Hall of Fame. As far as i'm concerned they could burn this bitch to the ground and it still wouldn't be enough and they are lucky that what black people are looking for is equality and not revenge
0: all right welcome back uh to uh the all about nothing podcast it's uh zach and trent and barrett um just uh that was um woman by the name of kimberly jones uh she wrote a book with another woman uh Gilly siegel um the, they co-authored together to write a book called "I'm Not Dying uh, with You Tonight," and um, you can. I, I'm going to go ahead and credit uh, the David Jones Media Group as the ones that actually recorded that. Um, but if you watch last week tonight with John Oliver, uh, he played that at the end of his show last week. Um, and I, I'll be honest, when I when I watched it, I, I was almost in tears just at the reaction of of watching her and just how. She's right. I mean, that's that's she what she's she has found a way to express exactly, I believe, the emotion that nearly all blacks in this country, not not only blacks, but even Hispanics and and anyone that the white community in this country has considered to be lesser because of their status as far as being minorities and not being the group in control. And 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 she she found a way to put it into words that is that I don't I don't think they could be said more correctly. She's right. They should. I, I that's why part most of the fact that the looting doesn't I, it doesn't bother me. Sure. I, I, I don't want them to har, to harm, you know, like local businesses or or potentially businesses that are owned by uh, in, anyone that's that's part of that minority community. But I, I at the same time, they're not it doesn't seem like that's who they're targeting. Specifically, Target, you know. Uh, yeah, fuck your Target. <laughs> so fuck your Target. that's, that, but that's that's right. Like, that's the whole thing. Is like, Target will rebuild. You know, the Hall of I Fame. Mean, I don't, I don't know which Hall of Fame. It's she's talking insured. About. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. All of these places are insured because they're, you know. But it's but to listen to her, and 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 just the passion in her voice about it is just. Um, Unbelievable, and and like I said, in the show notes on on on, on your Apple or your Google, I, I have the link for the book, so um, I I will order it just to support uh, them. Um, but I'll, I'll put the link in the in the show notes so that that's available for for people to check you out. Uh, where was it? She um uh, said this. Yeah, I feel like it was Atlanta. I, I feel like it was Atlanta. Okay, and then uh, you know, and then on top of that, the the craziness that happened in Atlanta this weekend. Uh, in the parking lot of a Wendy's. And I don't have all the details on it because I, I, I'm preparing for the show today and yesterday, it happened Friday night, but uh, an unarmed black man was shot and killed by police outside of a Wendy's in, in Atlanta. And uh, again, I, I don't know the circumstances behind it, but with everything else going on, again... If I, 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 Zach and I have talked about it before, but if you look at the history of a lot, and I think even the, 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 did I, I, I may have this wrong, but I think the chief of police for Atlanta resigned after this occurred. Um, yep. Yep.
4: And, okay.
3: and they burned down that Wendy's. Yes. They burned it down <laughs>
0: because
3: so. of the people that, the reason why the police were there from what I understand was because the, the guy had fell asleep in his car and actually, the poli- the people from Wendy's that work inside actually were the ones that called the police because the man was sleeping in his car. Is And it escalated to that.
0: Is that a crime? I mean, is that a crime worthy of calling the police for? Only
3: if, only, only if you're drunk and your keys are in your car. If your keys are in your ignition, like, it's happened to me before. Like, I've been to sleep and somebody's called the police on me because I was sleeping in a parking lot. But my, what the police told me was that since my car keys weren't in the ignition, then there's no crime.
0: It's not a driving so
3: violation. FYI, for, so FYI, for anybody out there, if you want to fall asleep in your car, turn your car off and take your keys out your car. Then they can't charge you with anything.
2: Gotcha. <laughs> Man, me. I'll tell you this, too. You get, you get minorities in general get judged even by what you drive. So, like... As you all know, I, like, I have a 2016 Charger, right? It's got it's, it, has, it has the rims on it.
0: Oh wait a second, Zach, I do got, you have a 2016 I, I, uh, Dodge Charger? Yeah, you didn't know that? <laughs> got the Hemi in it, man.
3: You must be getting sponsored by them to, to plug that just is, now. You got sponsored? I was a plug sponsor
2: or something? Man? What you doing? Out I here? wish, man. If that was that was the case, I'd have it. I'd, I'd, I'd have a Hellcat or something. Shit. <laughs> So, no, but like yeah. even today, man. I went to the gas station. A cop, the cop was sitting at the pump, and uh, as soon as I pull up, I'm looking. I'm sitting there waiting, and I'm waiting for more people to come out of the store because, you know, you you don't want to be in there with like ten people in a little convenience store. Agreed. And yeah. I see the I see this cop behind me, man, sitting at the pump, and looking at his computer, looking at the rear end of my car, looking at the computer, looking at the rear end of my car. I'm like, he's running my tags right now. I mean, that's what the homeboy was doing. I can't say they for sure, but I got out the car and I stared at him. He didn't not he didn't expect me to get out of that car.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: Right. As soon as I was done, you know what he did? Closed the damn laptop.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a feeling that's what was coming. He's like case closed. Case closed. <laughs> it's you know what he wasn't even he wasn't even profiling you. He was profiling. The, the idea the that yes. the vehicle, yeah, he was yeah. profiling the vehicle, and then and the idea that you weren't you, that you were potentially someone else. That that is why is this
2: window so tinted?
0: Oh, charger! Black people love chargers.
2: Yes. Shit, look at me.
0: <laughs> is that a thing? Is that a... well,
3: absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That's... I know at least, yeah. It's a lot of It's a lot
0: of. <laughs> I feel like you I... know that's the number one. I
3: feel like Chargers and Challengers.
2: Dude, I went to go show that to my grandfather, my car, when I got it. And I'm glad he doesn't listen to this right now. But I love you, Grandpa. This man voted for Obama when that shit wasn't cool. So my grandfather is straight. But the first thing he said to me when he sees it, he's like, you look like, uh, I don't know, urban. You know, like, uh, you know, gangster, like mobster. I'm like, really? Is that? That's the word you choose, Grandpa.
0: Mobster. Cool
2: would be fine. Mobster. like like, I could picture him like saying like Zach, you should have a fedora and a trench coat and get out with a Tommy gun. But I'm pretty sure that's not what he meant by it.
3: <laughs> I'm guessing if you would have pulled up in a Cadillac Escalade, then then he really would have been saying. <laughs> yeah,
2: Bruh, I took him to a football game in a Cadillac. He didn't know how to act. I told it was to a Clemson game uh, two years ago. And I said, Grandpa, we got your ass wet, but at least these heated seats are nice, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, we, it's we, funny. You'll get you you will you, get profiled, man. They don't know who's driving. I uh, you, yeah. you drive you drive one thing.
0: Trent knows. See that I makes mean, me that makes me want to play a game. I had a B- Go ahead. <laughs> oh no no no! I was about to well, say. You know,
3: I, I used to have a Buick. I used to have a Buick. And I, I 100% believe what Zach said. Like, my Buick was a little bit older. It's a Buick Century. And mm-hmm. man, whenever I say I got pulled over so much in that car, and knock on wood, let me knock on wood now, I drive a Honda <laughs> 2013 Accord. And whenever I say police don't even look in my direction, <laughs> they don't even, like, even with my windows
2: down and they see his needle, like, oh he's got a Honda. It's okay. Yeah, he's doing fine. <laughs> I he's got pulled something. over in that car. I got pulled over in your car.
0: <laughs> That's rolled out the window, he was like, Shit, there's is. a white
2: dude. He does got a black friend. What? where y'all been?
0: Oh my god. <laughs> How is that relevant? you know what though one day one of these days I, I i'm gonna need you guys to uh to write down all the stereotypes between whatever different races or different you know whatever because i i i fundamentally i i do not understand a lot of stereotypes they 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 just don't make any sense to me i don't i don't understand well, just, like like just, when, just say a couple say a couple give me like five give me like five real quick me the the charger or thing. Quick three why why is the charger thing I don't know. I guess. I guess it's like the RT series.
3: It's almost like, man, like back in the day, whenever with the with the uh, the mustangs Vicks. and stuff. Vixy. Yeah, crown crown Yep. It, I don't know, man. It's just, I don't know. It, it's certain things that, that 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 we gravitate to. That that I don't know. It just comes out of nowhere. We see like one person with it, and it's like over.
0: I don't. I don't. I don't worry.
3: It's, it. like it's like we. See in it's. The both <laughs> dopest, they're both dope as. They're both dope as hell too. That's.
2: I, that's yeah. like. All right, cops gonna chase me in a Vic. Guess what? Got a Vic. You better keep up. Not only one of those. I got two. I got a Charger. You better keep up like, like Richland county with hellcats you know they know yeah yeah. yeah
0: yeah one of the <laughs> they guys know what That's what, nice cars are yeah one of the That's guys why in I my see, neighborhood he's got
2: i one. see all that picture i i rolled up right beside a, a charger there was three police cars and one charger there and i was like guess who's parking by this guy me <laughs> like
0: okay i see you sir and raise you one all right so okay so chargers you just gravitate towards it but but just but, it, but at it's what point like, it's the car, man. But what at what point does it become an assumption of white people? They see a charger and they're like, oh, I bet a black guy drives that.
3: I mean, I guess because once I guess once enough black, I mean once enough white people see that black people are gravitating towards something car, they automatically like, up, oh, we're not gonna buy those cars anymore.
2: <laughs> I will. And then I
0: did. I happens. will. <laughs>
3: just,
0: I'll take it all. Okay. I don't give a shit. All right, all right. Then uh, Popeye's chicken. First of all, before anybody says
3: anything, oh, I think that's a stereotype, man. I hate it. I hate it. You know? Okay. Oh, I hate it.
5: But I, Popeye's chicken. You know,
0: I legitimately love Popeye's chicken. Like, like if if I had the choice between Popeye's chicken and Kentucky Fried Chicken, I, I it's gotta have Popeye's Kentucky Fried Chicken. Just it, there's no flavor to it. I know it's got however many ingredients to try and make flavor, but a spicy chicken, I, and if it is pop, if it is chicken from KFC or from Publix or wherever, I I, I have yeah. I have to put hot sauce on it. But that but that's see that's yeah. me. But then I find out you know, I, and again, I don't want anyone to think that I'm ignorant. I know that these are stereotypes. I don't know why they're stereotypes. Why because the
3: stereotypes? Make sure we say that. Yes, he's, I, he's no, not stupid.
2: Well, no, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. But, uh, so here, here's an example, and I'm gonna say this, and I'm not gonna identify the person. Okay. But somebody I love very much, family. Right? And this was something that happened Well, Trent and I were both present. Used the word colored in front of Trent. And my, my jaw dropped open. Trent, you know what I'm talking about?
3: I know what you're talking about. Okay. I talking
2: about. And I looked at this person and I said, you can't say that. I was like, why would you say that? And this person instantly was like, Holy shit, I've made a mistake. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. please forgive like, me.
3: They were like, they were like and Trent, oh my
2: God, I can't believe that <laughs> and Trent, But Trent, you knew at the same time, too. You were like, that didn't come from a place of hatred, it came no, from a place of no. uh, ignorance. Like, you were just, yeah. I, I looked at you and I was like, dude, I am so, yo, <laughs> like, why would you say that?
0: But I think but all
3: I would of- 100%, I, I would 100% rather somebody say, colored other than the N-word. Yeah. If that makes sense. I, I know they're both equally bad. And they were both, you know, you know, they were both used in a, in a degrading way. But, you know, I, I, whenever I, that person, when that person said it, I I knew that person, that person was probably about the age of my mom and mm-hmm. probably went to the high school, I mean, probably went to school around the same time my mom was with, And my mom was like one of the first people that actually integrated schools whenever she... She was like the first class in Little Mountain to actually integrate schools, So she was like one of the first people that got on the bus to come to Little Mountain, and people were throwing rocks, holding signs. Wow. And she knows these people to this day. So it's like... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. they use color, it's like not as bad. It's not as bad, but the way they use it, and I knew the way she... (laughs) (laughs) The
2: way that person said it, it was like, oh, my God, I can't roll it. Yeah. Trent, you you were such a good sport, you laughed about it, and I'm just going back like, no, 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 no. It's not on water fountains anymore or bathrooms.
1: (laughs) It's not water
2: fountains. (laughs) We're done with that word. When you talk about a person, we can't say that anymore. Unless it's did you. You colored inside the lines is about the only time you use that word. I don't. I All don't,
0: right. I, I'd have to verify this, but I feel almost certain that even Crayola does not call does not call their crayons colored crayons. I'm pretty certain they oh, just call yeah. them crayons so. now.
3: I don't think so. No.
0: It's. I mean. I don't so. Think so. But but ultimately, I, crazy. I feel like I feel like there is there is such a hypocrisy to the sensitivity that people need to give to others that they want for themselves this whole idea of destroy of getting rid of these uh, the the these monuments and and statues the whole idea behind it that infuriates me is that they the, the people that are upset about it can't grasp just how much of an effect seeing you know, Stonewall Jackson on the side of Stonewall, Stone Mountain or, or Stonewall Jackson or, or uh, uh, Robert E. Lee or whoever the other one is. Uh, I I don't even yeah. know who the third one is. I grew up in Atlanta. I couldn't tell you. Um, I'm sure somebody else could. But, uh, but you know, the, the the idea is is that it causes, an, it, it's so insensitive to have those things up and, and and to not have them causes no insensitivity like there's no there, there's no comparison between what it causes to see it versus what it doesn't cause to not see it or to stand underneath yeah it. so that's 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 the part that I just don't understand is why why can't why can't their brains make that connection and say oh well you know what I totally get it this upsets this upsets you know 50 million people or 60 million people in this country, why is it that we can't just accept that, you know, these things need to come down? Why Why is it that it well, has to bother you so much? Yeah. Well, because, I mean,
2: well, you're born on one side of the tracks or the other, right? Sometimes, literally. It, it, it's all about how you're raised. And I'll say this. And I meant to say this to Trent earlier on the um, last podcast we had. You have, tell him. You're sorry. Trent. Uh, Trent, Trent is, is influential in my life uh, in opening my eyes to – I wouldn't have gotten even the minute sense of I'm different had I not been with him and Dominique, had I not gone to play shows at these places to be the minority in certain places to to get it the the littlest Ain't nobody ever come at me and been like white boys don't belong here and like try to whip my ass or anything right but being the pariah in the situation it was it's the same it's the same way that i have to shout out um mark and kevin it's a gay couple um (sighs) I had a I had a certain sense in my head. I didn't hate any gay people, but I didn't understand What they went through what what it meant to be that and that they were normal until I met those two guys and saw their relationship until you until until meeting these people and understanding the effects that Guess what we're we are not that different any of these people any of these people that people have uh uh, prejudice against uh just all these preconceived notions of we're not different we're not that different and the things that make us different are either private or it don't matter it's superficial right that's it yeah i I agree that's it
3: you hit the nail on the head with
2: that one yeah you'll i mean you'll meet people in your lives man that will and i challenge people to go out and, and and talk to somebody different to you talk, talk, talk to that person who's different than you Uh, understand them, be friends.
0: Guess what? You're going to find out you're going to start
2: making more friends
0: than you're making enemies. Yep. Instantly. I I totally agree. Um, so I, I wanted to make an attempt this week to not have an hour and a half, two hour long (laughs) podcast. Uh, (laughs) sure. So we'll, we'll probably wrap it up here just a second, but I want to do something at the end. And, uh, that, uh, I know that, um, in in the ending of some of the podcasts we've done, uh, we did we did questions. I, I I think that went the wrong direction and it was too difficult. Uh, not to say we couldn't <laughs> I, do it again. I won. I won. You did. Fair enough. Did um,
2: you win? <laughs> I, I won the only one we had. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, but I do. Uh, I, I've I've heard other podcasts where where they do thank yous for people that um that uh, I guess they they. They want to know that there is a respect and, and that we want to have um, just I, I, I don't know how to describe it, but basically just I want to show my thanks for the things that, that, that are going on with people that are trying to make changes. Um, so uh, if uh, and, and, and y'all can follow if, if you have any that you want to do, but um, I want uh, I want to thank Colin Kaepernick, I want to thank Barack Obama. I want to thank Dave Chappelle, and we can talk about Dave Chappelle uh, just a little bit here. Um, but I also want to thank Kimberly Jones, uh, the woman that, that we heard that, that talked about uh, the, 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 how, how blacks don't own anything. That this is all uh, th- this is all been built on their backs, uh, all of the wealth. And again, like I said, I will I will have a link to uh, her uh, her actual YouTube so people can watch that, <laughs> as well as a link to ha- the. Um, uh, the book that, that she co-wrote. Um, but yeah, so, again, thank you, Colin Kaepernick. Thank you, Barack Obama. Thank you, Dave Chappelle. Thank you, Kimberly Jones. Um, and 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 real quick, Dave Chappelle did a 27-minute, uh, uh, basically, a, a stand-up, but in, in the style of his normal stand-up, where it's not, it isn't his attempt to be funny, but it's his attempt, I think, to be educational and an informative with a dark, funny way, or in a dark, funny way, and, and I watched all of it. Uh, Zach sent it to me and let me know that it was out there, and um, I didn't want to take any clips from it, just purely out of respect for Dave Chappelle, but I, did, I am going to put a link to the video in the show notes, so uh, you can go out and watch it. Um, I want it to get as many views as possible. <clears throat> Yesterday, it was it was number two trending on on YouTube worldwide. So, um, I I would like to see it get as many viewings as possible. You guys,
3: man, I loved it, man. Um, Dave Chappelle, like you said, he didn't he didn't hold back. Yeah, he gave it to Candace Owens like I <laughs> like everybody else was feeling it. I'm so glad he did it. I, I said her name last week, and I'm guessing it just spoke into existence. And it was like, oh, just,
0: <laughs> Isn't it funny? Let how me those get on her. It. It's hilarious. It's
3: crazy, but oh man, it was it was probably the best thing because, like you said, Dave Chappelle, he knows certain people are gonna listen to him right. for how he his takes on different things, and Dave Chappelle has never been afraid to say what he thought was wrong or how he put certain real situations in his stand-up. So for him to do it the way he did, even for it to be that short, I appreciated it. Yeah. Because, you know, we needed that. We really and truly needed that. Like, I wish other comedians would be able to get up and have stand-up specials and it not be an actual stand-up special. You're like, educating specials, basically. You get what I'm saying? So... It, it did the right thing that's yeah,
0: all i, I thought i thought it was fantastic absolutely zach well
2: i'd like to i'd like um uh, also to as i've continued to uh thank you colin Kaepernick for for doing what you're doing and not stopping no matter what the cost was for you whether it's it's your image or it's monetary thank you man um eric reed for being by his side and, and doing that same kind of thing um I want to thank the people who 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 are peacefully protesting, no matter the color of your skin and going out there and showing them we're not taking we're not going to take it. We're, 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 it's done. we're done with this. Um, I, I want to thank you know um, I want to thank my parents for being open-minded as they were and my dad until his day, uh, coming around from 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 being ways they were, ways they were stuck in and opening and opening up and, and being able to accept different. Um, And anybody else who, who else out there is on that verge of, of questioning what they understand. No, you're not alone in it and you can ask us questions. We'll answer it. Um, uh, I want to thank Chris Cockrell. Um, if there's a man who took a 180, I I saw it and I've never seen it before in my life. And, um, thank you for setting that example that's uh yeah i see you i see you um and then again i want to thank you guys for being on here and being being an example for everybody else and tolerating me and tolerating (laughs) each other and have being able to have this fun good time and like trent put it last time sometimes it's a therapy session yeah and that's all it matters Talking about it is how anything gets started any any change gets started by talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. And so guys, and also, I would say talk about it.
3: Yeah. And, and... I want to thank um, everybody that gave their life for the cause that we're fighting right now. Everybody like George Floyd, everybody that's died of the hands of somebody that they weren't, you know, for everybody that's supposed to be here right now. And they died for other reasons that doesn't really have to be said. I'd like to thank you for what you have opened our eyes to. And hopefully, we push your message and it gets through to the people it's supposed to get through to.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. All right. Uh, This has been episode number 39, All About Nothing podcast. We will be back next week. Um, I am looking forward to the potential of maybe doing this show all together. You know, that's. I, yeah. you know, in the same room. That, that's that. I, I, I look forward Definitely, to that day. Yeah. Uh, yes. yes. You, you all, you all have COVID tests in the mail. Just kidding. Okay.
3: <laughs> 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 okay. That's cool.
1: That's cool.
0: All right. Thank you very much for listening. We will be back next week, and uh, this has been all about nothing. The All About Nothing podcast is a member of the GOT Podcast Network.